Do you like to dine out, but you're on a very tight budget? Then the Dining on a Dime podcast is what you want to listen to. Now, here are the guys who are going to show you how to do this. Kevin Wilson and John Cole. Welcome, everyone, to the greatest podcast in the history of this great sport. My name's Kevin Wilson, along with Jay Cole. If you guys notice this week, I didn't step on Kevin's entrance like I did last <laughs> week. You guys were like, you mother beep, you don't ever. I know, you guys wait for the beginning of the show. I'm sorry, I messed around with it. We were busy last week, and we had stuff Very to do. Very busy, yeah. I was so... This week, we got nothing. No, uh, go to Wawa. Thanks, everybody. That's I, the show. No. I'm a, I am incredibly excited about this week's show. Uh, we went through... And we deeply analyzed 30th and Mar- uh, 30th Street to 40th Street, basically University City. Uh, I'm going to label this show the University City Smackdown, even even though I don't know if with I'm the potholes, but, maybe it should be the, the U- maybe it should be the U City Elimination Chamber. <laughs> Man, I got to tell you, you drop somebody off at 30th Street Station, you don't have a jeep or truck. You're taking your vehicle's life in your hands. That's correct. And I'll tell you what. Uh, we, we're going to need you guys to give us some feedback because uh, every week on the show, my picks are all backed up with photographs on our Facebook page, www.facebook.com forward slash dining on a dime one forward slash. So if you hear me give you a pick, it is backed up with a photo on our Facebook page. I only, I write the show from our Facebook page, which means... Uh, that uh, there might be places in that area that we missed that you think have great value. Uh, the 12 restaurants I'll be telling you about today all have good values. I went and did the extra mile and went through their menus and gave you the best bang for your buck on those menus. But right now we are super duper excited because we have a new segment that we'll be, we'll be doing every week at the beginning of the show. It's called the J. Cole Freestyle. Huh, what? Yeah, yeah. Give me a beat. No, I'm just kidding, people. There will be no rapping. You can all unclench. Your contract with Wildfire pays so much money, they said, Kevin, let's give the guy his own own, uh, segment on the show. Jim is out there painting the lines for my parking spot right now. (laughs) I appreciate that, bud. Now, if you could just get me an engineer that's even halfway sober, maybe we make a few dollars there. And uh, John actually has to get escorted by your security team into the building. (laughs) Okay, John, let's go. Let's do the freestyle. Uh, Let's see. Where do I want to start? First thing I want to do is I want to start with a few people, um, and I'll throw out a name every week. I don't want this to turn into some kind of weird love letter thing, (laughs) but um, I really want to thank certain people that from maybe not my own backyard, people from other states, people from other side of the country that really, really sort of are encouraging, they're flattering, they're complimentary to the show, to you, to me, um, to the whole kind of thing we're trying to do in general. Uh, this week, my shout out is going to go to, uh, and I'm pretty sure I've got her name right. And if I said her name wrong, she's going to be upset with me. Uh, her name is Tracy Pereira. Uh, she's on Twitter at Tracy Pereira 20. Um, she's just one of those, she's originally from Jersey, she's a Jersey girl, now she lives out in California where everything is sunny and beautiful, um, I want to just say thank you, you know what, this is one of these people that every time she sends me a message, every time she shoots me a text or DM or a tweet or something, it's always positive, it, it, it makes me smile, quite honestly. Um, and for that, I want to say thank you. There's a lot of people. Each week, I'm going to throw out a name. Um, these are people who, and if it seems like I'm centering a little bit on women, it's because, in, in a way, I am. Women have sort of bit the bullet a little bit in the food industry. You know, you're the front of the house, you're a server, you know. Um, I'm old enough to remember when employers would actually tell female employees, how about you grab a shirt one size too small and go wait in the bar to make some money? Now, thankfully, you know, we've got women in the kitchen, chefs, uh, kitchen managers, all that other stuff. Those bad days are past. But I I think there's still a lot of people, especially, I'll say, uh, people, perfect example, uh, my friend uh, Laura Cassidy, she is a, um, she's a chef over at Gulf Mills Country Club. She remembers that. She's an executive chef, amazing food. You can go find her on Instagram. She puts up these amazing plates. 
She remembers what it was like to be told, oh, honey, you know what? Nice pair of pants. You make more money waitressing. Yeah, I remember that. She laughs back at those days now. She's an excellent chef. So, yeah, some of these people have been super encouraging. Uh, guys, too, but several of them are women. So I just kind of want to throw out little shouts out at the start of each week uh, to say thanks. Thanks for supporting the show. Thanks for supporting Kevin and I. Uh, thanks for supporting Tony and I on the other show. Um, thanks for keeping wildfire out of bankruptcy court because <laughs> it's us and a bunch of people, you know, having seizures about what Bryce Harper is going to sign. <laughs> now, my guess is by the time you download and listen to this, he'll have already signed. Although if there's any luck, he'll have signed with a team that Philadelphia actually hates. So my timeline will be filled, filled with that rage and hatred. But eh, that's how it goes. Uh, another thing I want to do is we're going to kind of do our U-City Elimination Chamber Smackdown today. That's right. And so I want to take a few minutes of the freestyle to talk about a few South Jersey places because we will not be talking about South Jersey today. We're going to be talking about uh, roughly 30th Street to 40th yep. Street. I think that's the generally agreed upon U-City. Yeah. Um, and I know there'll be someone that's going someone's to say, got an email, as you my great-grandmother worked for the city. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, but uh, unclenched, exactly. you know. I think, um, so what I really want to do is I want to kind of throw out a few quick names in South Jersey. A lot of our listeners are there. A lot of the people who follow me are in, in the South Jersey area. A lot of our area. listeners are in Jersey. So I sort of, kind of, want to throw out... Um, first one I think we're going to do, and I mentioned, we've mentioned this briefly before, and I'm trying to find the address for them right now because I want you guys to know exactly where they are. Charlie's Crepes in Merchantville. Absolutely. Thanks to our friend Marilyn Johnson, yeah. uh, Philly Grub, our happy hour contributor. She has kind of put Merchantville on the map a little bit. Every once in a while, I see her and the mayor of Merchantville shooting texts, tweets back and forth. Um, the truth is Merchantville really didn't have much of anything, to be honest with you. And I, I'm sorry. I know maybe some of you guys are like, what? You know, Enville's always been great. No, it hasn't. <laughs> um, but it is now. Um, unfortunately, I think we did have Miss Nancy's clothes. They just couldn't. Uh, it, was, it was great uh, southern soul food fried chicken joint. Oh, nice. Really good food. I had some takeout there. Uh, I guess she just decided the location wasn't right for her. It was a little bit weird. The one I really want to discuss this week is Charlie's Crepes. Right, yeah. We've mentioned them before. I followed him on Instagram. Yeah, Charlie does some Absolutely amazing stuff with the humble crepe. Yes. I have friends um, in the food truck industry that have done amazing stuff with crepes over the years. <clears throat> um, Charlie has really taken the crepe out of that sort of strawberry, banana, Nutella, walnut uh, spectrum and put it into the savory side. I mean, this guy's done a pork roll, egg, and cheese crepe. Uh, Charlie, you haven't named it the J. Cole, and let's be honest, <laughs> pretty much everybody names everything with pork roll the J. Cole. <laughs> but, you know, we'll get, we'll get back. We'll talk. We'll talk. We'll talk. But uh, Charlie has done amazing uh, short rib crepes. He's done these amazing sort of, uh, we'll almost call it like a take on a beef bourguignon um, I'm looking at one here right now. He's got this amazing, uh, looks like a beef tenderloin. Nice. The guys decided to take the crepe, hard turn, um, into Savory Town. And I got to tell you, I really like that. I've done it myself. Obviously not at Charlie's level. You know, Charlie's like a really good cook. Uh, I got to be honest with you. Uh, I mess around a lot, have a little fun in the kitchen. Uh, I can fry a few eggs diner style, but... Charlie's a real artist in that kitchen. Nice. And Charlie has put up some things which make me kind of be like, wow. Yeah. I've taken pancakes to Savory Town. I've taken, everybody takes waffles to Savory Town now. I don't know if anybody even remembers what a waffle was like without chicken on it anymore. <laughs> um, I'm not saying I'm tired of it. I'm just saying right. everybody's got chicken and waffles. You know, I, I mean, I'm seeing moms. That was a rare menu item not too long. And it, well, I, a couple of years ago, yeah. you really had to go out to either a very urban area or a southern area. To find chicken and waffles, and I would. I had no problems. I'd go down to the casino and find someone at sure. chicken and waffles at 2 in the morning. I'd be super happy. When I see moms bringing Eggos into Chick-fil-A and, and using the chicken fingers to make a little sandwich for their kids, 
And this is the best part. Um, I'm not the biggest fast food fan. You guys by now know me. I'm not the biggest fast food fan. Uh, what I do like, though, is good customer service. And at the Mount Laurel Chick-fil-A in Centerton Plaza, I've seen the moms come in with their cute little kids. And, you know, like a third of every Chick-fil-A is like a playground, right? And moms will buy the chicken fingers. And I've seen Chick-fil-A is like toasting the egos for the moms in the back. And I'm thinking to myself, they don't have to do that. They're not selling the egos. <laughs> um, but they are so sort of, uh, I guess we'll say, focused on customer service, yeah. keeping people happy. Um, I'm super impressed by that. I have friends that have kids 10, 12 years old. Um, they can leave their kid on one side of the Chick-fil-A um, while they're hanging out the other side, having a coffee. A couple of my friends, that coffee's kind of Irish, but you know we'll, we'll talk about that off the air. Yeah. But my point is, South Jersey is really, the penny is really dropped now in terms of service. You go into Charlie's Crepes, and if Charlie has it in, this is sort of like a short story made long, uh, if Charlie has it in the house, he'll make it for you. Nice. Charlie, I'm going to give you the address real quick because I really want to jump on this UCD thing. And does thing. he have uh, an Instagram? What's his Instagram? His yeah. Instagram is Charlie's Crepes. Uh, let me make sure. Do I have yeah, that? Oh, Charlie's Crepes Restaurant. I'm sorry. Because I'll tell you right now, he has am amazing pit photos on his Instagram. And Kev is always really smart about giving the address. I'm terrible. I never <laughs> know where anything is. Uh, he's at 177 South Center Street in Merchantville. Nice. And for people that are like, oh, I don't know where that is, that's what GPS is for. It's on your phone. Come on, man. <laughs> um, it's not hard to find. Right. And, uh, you know, check them out. Check out Charlie's Hours. If you decide, you know, I just, I can't stand one more uh, sw uh, sweet crepe. I, I agree. About a week ago, he was doing crab cake uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. crepes. A crab cake He crepe? did a crab. Wow. Crab cake crepe. It's a little hard to say. But it's awesome. But people who've told me they had it, it was delicious. He's got like a little comeback sauce or house sauce, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Charlie's a good guy, and he really, really, really deserves the support of, if you're listening to this and you're in South Jersey, he really deserves your support. He absolutely does. What we're going to try to do a little bit, Kevin and I were talking about this on the air. We share it with your guys. We're, we're pretty open. There's a lot of shoot yeah, aspect to the show. I agree. We're going to gear down a little bit in the number of places that we give you each week, and we're going to try to discuss the places we do give you a little more detail. Yeah. Make sure you get an address. Make sure you get uh, the tags, the social media tags. I mean, those are super critical, letting people know, you know, how am I going to find you? How am I going to find yeah, you? Yeah, we've had a few emails from people saying, dude, you give out so many so tips, much. and we're at home trying to keep track, and there, there's just We've demand. given out already a couple hundred places. I, I have given myself, besides you, uh, over 250 yeah. Jim Pappas is worth about 47,000 cheesesteak <laughs> joints between the Poconos and Atlantic yeah, City. So it's just, uh, Jim, I think, joins us next week. Jim will be here. Yeah. Bar, show, bar show part two next Sunday. Um, yeah, it's just that we've had some emails from uh, uh, our listeners, plus Jim Pappas made a good point that we give out so many tips every week that it's kind of hard to keep up. There are people that actually are paying attention, which I like. Uh, but it just it, we're, it, we're kind of like shooting out so many tips that it's hard for people to follow. So what we're going to do is every Sunday at the beginning of the show, J. Cole is going to talk about things at random. Sometimes J. Cole might be in a bad mood like he was with the Midtown Village show. <laughs> if you guys go to wildfireradio.com, look for Dining on a Dime, and listen to the Midtown Village show, I was cracking up because... Hold on one second. Let me interrupt you. We're going to get yeah, right back it. to that. But I just got a text. Someone is listening live, and this is my friend Tracy. Okay. Um, uh, Tracy, you can go back, and you can probably rewind listen to the beginning of the show. What I wanted to do is is I wanted to just take a minute to thank you. Thank you for the positivity. Uh, let's be honest. Twitter, social media, kind of a rough neighborhood. Right. Not a place you want your car to break down. <laughs> People like Tracy keep it positive. They keep Keep it the, the energy really good and clean. Uh, she was out in Las Vegas last night. Nice. Still took time to wish me have a good show today. I mean, let's be honest. I'm some dude that she knows out of thousands of people yeah, on Twitter. I agree. Uh, she's out in Vegas working, and she takes time to message me to say, "Hey, look, man, have a good show." Blah blah That's blah. Very nice. Uh, you know, I really appreciate that, uh, Tracy. We appreciate you listening. 
Um, she just texted me. I'm listening now. It took her a minute to find oh, us or fantastic. whatever. Um, you guys should go find her on social media. She's at, uh, I, th- I hope I'm saying this right. If I'm not, she'll let me know. Tracy Pereira 20. Uh, two zero on Twitter, and you know she's just, she's just a great follow. She's a Jersey girl. She knows everybody. Her and I know kind of all the same people on this side of the river, and uh, you know, uh, well, I, I you know I appreciate that. It's it's a little bit hard for me. You know, we're real snarky here. We're always right. you know right. wise ass and this yeah. and that. When someone goes out of their way to be nice, it's a little bit of weirdness for us. It takes you off guard. It takes me off guard. We're expecting the poop emoji and the middle finger emoji. Which we get a lot. And and rightfully so, let's be honest. But uh, people like Tracy, thanks so much. And you know what's so funny? No one has been in the engineer seat for like 90 minutes. (laughs) The show is just running. I don't know what Wildfire pays him for. I'm assuming they He was on the treadmill. I'm assuming they pay him in like Spirits Unlimited gift cards. I think he's trying to sign Bryce Harper. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, look, man, I can get you a good deal on a podcast rate. (laughs) Thanks, man. We we appreciate that. Okay. This week, we are very excited. We're very uh, pumped up because we are now going to start our University City Smackdown. Yeah, there we go. We should add some music. You know how we could have had music? If our engineer had even been remotely (laughs) sober. That would have been great. Okay, so, uh, John, do you want to go one and one, or do you want me to do a couple and you do a couple? You know what? Whichever works fine for you, man. I'm okay. I mean, we're not talking about a massive area. No. So, you know, I want to kind of, you know, people, I've had someone even said to me, I'm old school. I jot it down on a pad. I agree. And, uh, you know, I I shouldn't have had that Cuban coffee because I come in because I talk way too fast. (laughs) I am going to start with my first pick. Uh, My first pick uh, in our university smackdown is Baby Blues Barbecue. Oh, there you go. 3402 Samsung Street. I have a photo on our Facebook page if you want to look at it. Outstanding barbecue. These guys blew me away. I went in there to blog about them. I really, really love the uh, barbecue, but I especially love their cornbread. And uh, every time I go to a barbecue place, I always order cornbread just to see what uh, quality of the cornbread, and it's very good. I think if you're a barbecue uh, lover, uh, Baby Blues Barbecue, 3402 Samsung is your spot. Well, uh, Baby Blues has a food truck where oh, I've never seen the Baby Blues food truck not have 14 people on the line. Wow. Uh, what I say is it's one of those food trucks where I'm really glad to be J. Cole because if I had to wait that long for food, <laughs> I would absolutely, I'd absolutely hate that. And but, what, what I did was I went through everybody's menu and I gave them, because uh, this show, if you're listening for the first time on uh, IndiePhilly.com uh, or on Wildfire's website, our show tells people where to get great food, even if you're on a low budget, like the song says at the beginning. Absolutely. So, so they have lunch specials till 4 p.m., and a lot of those lunch specials are under 10 bucks. So I'm going to go again. Uh, my next pick is a place that really impressed me. What I did was on Mardi Gras, or Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Mayo. I went around the city, and I went to a few taco places. Uh, this place is very popular. It's called Distrito. Uh, Aaron Chef Garces, 3945 Chestnut Street. Uh, happy hour specials include ve- uh, $7 veggie nachos. And on Tuesday, on Tuesdays, their delicious tacos are just $2.50. Uh, the reason I'm talking about them is because I went around the city on Cinco de Mayo last year. And I tried out a few places. I tried out a few tacos. And Distrito was like, whoa. You know what I mean? Everybody else was okay, but Distrito really, really was good. Not to pull this back onto the Jersey side, because I really want to focus on University City, but there was a Distrito in Morristown Mall. Yes. And we learned they just recently closed, and now they belong to Hash House of Go-Go. Glad to have Hash House of Go-Go, and I mean this. I've been fortunate enough to meet Chef Garces a few times. Incredibly generous guy. Really, really nice. But... That Distrito did not close in Morristown because people weren't oh, in no, there. Oh, no, no, no. That happy hour was packed. Yeah. Morristown, Morristown Mount Laurel, it, Cherry Hill they was supported, conditioned. They, they really supported did. Iron Chef Garces. They yeah. supported Iron Chef Garces in the Distrito model. Like you said, uh, the happy hours were slightly different on right. our side of the river, but you would be able to go in there. And for you'd be able to drop a tenner. Oh, yeah. And you'd be able to grab, you know, because I'd see a lot of guys there, right? And guys my age, your wife is trying to get you healthier. Right. She's got some kind of horrible tofu thing that she's making. 
Uh, forget that noise. For 10 bucks, I could go in there yeah. and I could grab a couple tacos and a beer, leave a buck for the bartender. I'd be in and out in 30 minutes and I'll have like a little something in my stomach no, I agree. to brace for when, you know, what, what, what do you mean it's Meatless Monday? And, I and I'll tell you what, tacos. the taco from there just kind of uh, took me by surprise. It was so good. I just want to let everyone know this show is sponsored. By my book, Table for One at Barnes and Noble. You know what? I have a copy right here. I've just <laughs> thrown it on eBay because Kevin signed it. Yeah, that's what. I- uh, the, the 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 bids are up to about <laughs> ten bucks, seventeen dollars. <laughs> I'm not sure what it's sold for, but uh, we only sell uh, my book is on sale at Barnes and Noble <laughs> for just twelve bucks. Thank you very much. I, I've we've joked around a lot about this book, but the truth of the matter is. Uh, there's people in the industry know there's nothing but positive feedback about right. it. Right. Um, all, you know, I have, I have five really stars. Really appreciate I it. I have man. five stars all over the internet. Now I'm not bragging. <laughs> Ironically, we have one star here on the show. <laughs> but I just want to let everyone know that my book sponsors the show. And the only reason I'm saying that, I'm not saying that to be bravado. I'm saying it because our picks, we don't really. What's that called? Give an F about what people think. Basically, give you yeah. positive and negative. Today, at the end of the show, I'm going to be giving you three places that I did not like. Oh, Kev, I got the, the rank. I, our friend Tracy will offer $25 for a signed copy of your oh, book. Oh, there you go. Look <laughs> at that. You got to throw in the free shipping, though, because <laughs> she lives on the nice She lives on the nice side of the country. I'm, I'm not going to do that to anyone. My book is only 12 bucks. so uh, tell her 12 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to do one more, and then John's yeah, yeah, going to do Yeah, yeah, throw another one out there, man. My next pick was a place that blew me away. Uh, I was really surprised, and they have great happy hour specials. And what I like about this place, John, and, and you'll appreciate this, is their happy hour changes weekly. So they rotate it. Because it, how many times do you go to a place and you're like, okay, I went to McCormick. Uh, McCor- uh, what was that place? There's a place. McCormick I had the $5 burger with fries. I'm, I'm, you know, enough already. We talked about this. And again, I'm not hammering anybody. But on our first bar show, we talked about this. Yes. The same happy hour menu is great. Yeah. When the same spicy nacho pretzel from 2004 <laughs> is still on your menu. Uh, I'm not saying if it's not broke, don't fix it, but come on, man. How many times do you expect people to pay for that pretzel? I couldn't agree with you more, but this place uh, that I'm about to tell you about and probably teach you about because they're newer, uh, does a rotating happy hour weekly. Uh, it's it's called Bernie's Restaurant. They have a few locations, but this one is in University City, 3432 Samsung, right next to Baby Blue's Barbecue, actually. Uh, I have the photo on our Facebook page, www.facebook.com forward slash dining on a dime one forward slash. And uh, I believe on weekends they have a 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. brunch buffet. That's the key word. Oh, you know, we love to hear this. And it has bo- it comes with bottomless samosas for, for just 25 bucks. So I think that's a pretty good deal, especially in UC. All right, John Cole's going to go for a couple. John Cole. We absolutely, absolutely am. And this one, I, I kind of have to throw this out sort of, uh, like if I didn't, people be like, how would you not throw this out? I've eaten at this place for years. Um, I'm friends with the owner, Bill Beck. I'm talking about Beck's Cajun oh, Cafe. Yes. Uh, I've eaten there. I take friends into town to eat there. Uh, Tony, Luke, and I both individually and separately have been over there to try their bread pudding, which we think is the best in the city. Um, obviously, Tony and I haven't tried every single bread pudding everywhere, right, right. but Tony and I like bread pudding, and neither of us are you know, what you'd call slender, healthy eaters. Um, their bread pudding with, uh, it's like a whiskey cream sauce, is delicious. That and a cup of coffee, that sets you off. You go to Beck's on a Sunday when they have the beignets out there. I can't think of anything better. Now, people might be saying, J. Cole, that's a Reading Terminal Market, John. It is. It's also a 30th Street Station, That's right. John. That's it. Uh, they've been there for a few years now. Uh, they have the same menu. The 30th Street Station location is actually a little bit bigger. So they actually have uh, like a few more things. Like, And the photo is on the Dining on the Dime Facebook page. My train wreck from Bex. <laughs> the train wreck is delicious. Um, I've kind of hammered Bill about this. If you're listening, maybe you guys will help me out. I miss them doing the meatloaf po' boy. Uh, apparently, it was not the best seller. Wow. I really? thought it was delicious. Wow. Whoever made the meatloaf over there, I don't know which of the girls made the meatloaf because, you know, Bill's a big-time chef now. He got no interest in making meatloaf. Um, 
Uh, it was delicious. It was absolutely that? delicious. You know, they had, uh, you know, they're throwing some hoagie spread on, so it's cutting through the heaviness and meatloaf. Love it. Absolutely delicious. And, you know, it's a Cajun hoagie. It's a muffaletta. Philadelphia loves hoagies, particularly the, what, what used to be called the number one. Right. You know, that basic sort of hot ham, provolone, salami. Uh, the muffalata version of that is really delicious, and Beck's version of the muffalata, probably one of the best I've tasted. That's a good tip. And we've talked about dining on a dime. Again, you know, we're not slavish about 10 bucks, but let's just say for the sake of today, you only have $10 to spend. Your best bet is to, University City is great. Yeah. We're going to talk about a lot of places today. But it's not the most economical all the time. Because they have all those rich college kids. Blow, yeah, you can blow 10 bucks and insomnia cookies. And you haven't had, you know, Very squat, true. but a 12-ounce cup of coffee and two cookies. That's yeah. not... Um, 10 bucks, you can get a lunch at Beck's. Might not be the biggest lunch. It might not be the most complete lunch. Um, 10 bucks gets you their fried mac and cheese balls. And they're really good. They're some of the best in the city. I've given this pick out, hint out before when we talked about Reading Terminal Market. I've given this tip out on other shows when we've talked about Cajun food. I will give it out again. You should have them add uh, sauce creole, sauce piquant, jambalaya uh, to your mac and cheese balls. There's something that goes on between the mac and cheese and the cream and the crunch. And uh, it's just delicious. I've started doing it about three, four years ago. I've seen a few other people starting to do it. I'm not taking credit for what other people do. But, you know, we always try to give people a little tip. Um, Absolutely. One of my favorite things is always going off menu. I do it with my <laughs> friends' food trucks. I do it with my friends' restaurants. I do it at my local diner. At this point now, when I go to the Vincent Town Diner, the server just looks at me. She didn't even bring me the menu. <laughs> what are we making today? And she just kind of sighs and waits for, you know, the conversation inevitably back and forth. Um but Beck's can take care of you if the quote, the proverbial dime, the 10 bucks, yeah. is all you have for lunch. Um, they are in 30th Street Station. So, you know, I mean, you, you could say, well, is that really University City? Yeah. And a lot of their menu is under 10. <laughs> and a lot of their menu, you, can, you guys can go check it out, hit them up on Facebook, whatever social media you want to, or just go to their website if you're, you know like an old guy like me, and you still check people's websites. Oh, um, a lot, they have a lot of stuff under there that's under 10 bucks. And if you want to spend a little bit more money, you know, they've got really good, uh, you know, like, like crawfish etouffee and stuff like that. But if you're at lunchtime and you have to be on the go, and this is the thing I really love about the 30 Street location, they understand them in a hurry. Not to say they don't at Reading Terminal Market, right. but let's be honest, people at RTM kind of hang. Yeah. You know, if you get to right, RTM and you down, get a, they yeah. sit down, they eat. Maybe it's not the quickest service. 30th Street, you grab It's and a go. train station. They know you're going to grab and go. Yeah. And so depending on what your day is like, you're in the mood for Cajun food. Maybe you opt for the 30th Street station right. instead of the other option. I agree. You want to go again? Or? You know what? No, no, no. Go okay. ahead, man. I'm going to give you guys a tip right now of a nice spot. I enjoy it. Uh, it's called the Greek Lady. It's at 224 South 40th Street. Uh, it's right off the yellow. You can just walk down 40th Street a block or two. But a really good salad. Uh, the platters with super salad and a choice of two sides for under 15 bucks. Uh, and I just want to make sure everyone knows our photo is on the Facebook page of this <laughs> Greek Lady. Uh, just a nice spot. Uh, the food is good. I like the salad. I got a, it's a big salad for a good price. Uh, but I just want to reiterate, and I know people get. I, I got so many complaints about our diner episode because I said my diner picks eighteen times. Oh, so I don't want to do that. But uh, keep in mind, when we give you a tip, it's from our heart. Uh, the the show is paid for by my book, Table for One at Barnes and Noble. No restaurant has any affiliation whatsoever with this show. So keep that in mind. I'm going to go one more time because I got a spot that I really love. And you probably know about this spot, John, but my next pick is Pod at 3636 Samson Street. It's called cool. POD. If you guys are in to dim sum, maki, or whatever, 
Uh, Pod is a great spot. And what I love about Pod, uh, P-O-D, is that uh, when you walk in there, you feel like you're on on the Jetsons (laughs) because it's such a modern, contemporary look. And and my favorite part about Pod was uh, the look of the place. Uh, That was my pick of the year in 2016, if you guys are a follower of mine. Uh, The happy hour includes dim sum and maki for just 7 bucks from 5 to 7 p.m. I really love it. I thought the look of the place, if you're looking to go out, uh, you know, we had a special occasion show last Sunday. If you're looking to go out and you want to go to a nice place, Pod 3636 Samsung. Now, I would be remiss in my duties of finding you guys the best value in University City, and I don't want to step on John's to- uh, toes. No, because, no, no, Because uh, our regular listeners know that John Cole is a master food truck expert. He consults in the business. But you cannot dismiss the food trucks in uh, UC, uh, in yeah. University Cities. Uh, Lynn's food truck is my favorite. It's at 36th and Spruce. Uh, you can eat really well at a low price. There. Yeah. And that honestly is how the food trucks originally hung in the game. Uh, yeah, they everyone tells me, oh, food truck food is so expensive. Well, it can be. But I've saw plenty of trucks, you know, uh, 33rd and Arch. Talk yeah. about University City. That's the food truck holy land. That's the food truck mecca. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to name every truck. I, know. I, I don't sort of want to do that, but, but let's the, be but clear. The, the tip itself is the, to go the, to the food trucks up the there if you want to eat cheap. Of, not only the, the good tip in terms of an idea, but the tip of the spear in the city of Philadelphia, the food truck movement, 2012, beginning of 2013, started in University City. Let's give credit to where it's due. You know, we'll pat, you know, South Philly on the back. We'll pat, you know, the Northeast on its back. Uh, let's give you city their props. Yeah. When food trucks became a serious ongoing enterprise in the city of Philadelphia. And I'll pat myself a tiny bit on the back. I was there. I, I was there from the get-go. It was serendipity. It really was. Wow. But they started lining up in Drexel and some of these other places. Um, this is where kids went and got hot meals. Let's be honest, colleges, you're not paying professors that well either. Um, I know there'll be somebody that, no, no, that's not true. Yeah, it is true. I got college professors in my family. Um, Yeah, you guys aren't paying them that well. So the professors as well as the kids appreciated food truck priced stuff. The MacMart truck, you know, yeah, I know they're in Rittenhouse now. Uh, It's like a a status icon to have them cater. Uh, I remember when Marty started out of a big pink truck parked at 33rd and Arch, all these kids would come out in their pajamas and they would get their mac and cheese bowls. Delicious filling the whole day, carb up, under 10 bucks. Wow. Again, you know, we're not sticking to the $10 thing, but I like to use it as a reference yeah. to give our listeners, uh, a, a, you know, some kind of framework right. that we we're working in. Right, we don't have a in. price point on Yeah, this. we don't have a price point, but... You know, most kids probably don't want to spend more than 10 bucks for a meal. When people are like, how do you know that, J. Cole? Because Wawa has 17,000 locations in South Jersey. <laughs> That's, That's how I know that. Um, so, you know, give you city their credit. They've always had somewhere where you could eat for a reasonable price. Yeah, and the food trucks are um, where it's at. 34th and Market, 33rd and Arch. You mentioned 36th and... Uh, 36th and uh, Spruce. And Spruce. Food trucks pop up all yeah. over the place, and it's everything, too. You know, there's Venezuelan trucks, there's Korean trucks, yeah. and then there's the sort of basic, you know, I got a burger and hot dogs. Halal trucks everywhere. Nobody's ever gone broke eating at a halal truck. No, and you can't uh, talk about value in University City without mentioning, hey, there's food trucks that you can eat for probably five bucks. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm not going to name, you know, we, you know. Uh, and they're not, all over. Not know? to sound self-serving, but I do a food truck show during food truck season. Um, we've talked about this uh, indefinitely, especially people who are listening to this show, followed me from other shows. Um, the truth is, University City is where a lot of food trucks jump off. Some of those original OG food trucks have now moved into brick and mortars. They've moved into bigger areas, but their spots have been taken by people that are doing all kinds of mashups, Korean-American, this, that. Um, Some of the best food legitimately I've ever had in University City, off a truck or trailer, 10 o'clock in the morning, 10 o'clock at night. Um, 
you, you can't really go wrong there. So we'll name a few other places, but as a kind of like a blanket statement, right. massive props to University City. You guys grabbed the Philly food truck football and carried it over the goal line for the first, we'll say, three full years. Absolutely. Um, before everybody else, before Night Market got off the ground, before the PMFA got organized, um, before some of these other, uh, we'll, we'll call them regional promoters, got organized down at the Navy Yard here or there. In the beginning, if you wanted to eat at a really good food truck, you went to University City. Probably, you know, you got off at 30th Street Station, which also has food trucks. Yes. Used to be called the Porch. Well, I mean, still called the Porch. Still called the Porch. But they used to have rotating. a rotating food truck schedule. For a while they had it, then they didn't. Now it's back yeah. again. Some of the best food trucks in the city just sitting on the porch. Yeah. Um, we're starting to get a little bit warm again, so you know I would suggest following the porch at thirtieth. It's on on Twitter, um, Instagram, and see who's going to be there. Absolutely. All right, so I'm going to give you one more pick, and then John's going to go for a few. Yeah, sure. My next pick is another great spot, and the funny part about this is I do not talk about restaurants that I don't have a photo for. So I uh, have a photo for this spot, but they also own the pizza place a couple doors down, which is very good. It's called Yiro Yiro. It's Y-I-R-O, Y-I-R-O. <laughs> <laughs> it's at 125 South 40th Street. Uh, the Spanakopita was delicious. It's under six bucks. And I really like their tzatziki sauce. So it's at Yiro Yiro, 125 South 40th Street. Really good spot. They also own the pizza place, which is a couple doors down from there. And I thought that pizza was great. Uh, that's on the Facebook page. Every pick I'm giving you this week is on our Facebook page, Dining on a Dime. Uh, so you want to go, John? Or yeah, wanna... sure. Um, you know what? I think Kev really sort of, did, well, first of all, let's be honest. He's a writer, so he does way more work than I do. <laughs> um, I'm going to stick at 30th Street Station, and I'll great. tell you why I'm going to stick at 30th yeah, Street great. Station. The same way I kind of stuck at Ristelli's in South Jersey, and the same way I've stuck at Reading Terminal Market, I like options. No, I agree. I like choices. Um, for the hot 15 minutes that I was a in cooking competitions, culinary competitor, um, I was exceedingly fortunate to have won a couple of local competitions with grilled cheese sandwiches. Now everybody's doing grilled cheese everywhere. A few years ago, it was kids' food. It was, you know, that thing on the menu for a vegetarian before they started having real vegetarian menus. One of the best grilled cheese sandwiches in the entire city, and this tends to be something that I agree with. Um, people come to me all the time and they're like, J. Cole, you're the grilled cheese guy. What do you think of this place? I've had the grilled cheese sandwiches, and they're good. It's Milk House. Oh, they're, in they're in 30th Street Station. It's exactly as advertised. If you want to get a milkshake and a grilled cheese sandwich, and let's be honest, why wouldn't you? Their food is really good. Yes. Now, I understand they've taken some shots. Their service is problematic. They're sort of a freestanding building in 30th Street Station. It's not really a restaurant. It's not really a counter. They kind of have the worst of both service options. Word to the wise, and you guys know this is positive as well as negative. Yeah. Their food is great. Their service is a work in progress. They try very hard. Uh, staffing is never easy. Um, our friend Chef Jim from Foodable, he's a big listener to the show, oh, friend of the show. Him and I are going to kind of talk about this on both our podcast later this Terrific. year and his podcast, Service Staffing. I love his podcast. Staffing, I think it's called Chef AF. Um, and it's hard. It is hard to get someone that will go to the counter, front of house, not really a house, but we'll go to that counter, step up, smile consistently, take an order, and get it to someone on the line that they can get done. Get it out, get it registered. I know it sounds stupid. I know people call them McJobs. You got a name tag on. I'm telling you, this podcast is being recorded mid-February 2019. Maybe you're going to listen to it an hour from now, maybe a month from now. A couple of weeks. As of this recording, it is exceedingly difficult to get someone in the casual service food industry. Yeah, sure, casinos have a ton of money and they're hiring people. Works out great. Yeah. Um, big city restaurants, no problem. It's a good point because I, I 
I was blown away just a couple months ago. I was walking through Center City, and there was a sign on one of the restaurants saying, we are closed due to staffing issues, and I was just shocked. Yeah, there's been a few places yeah. that have closed where um, these places have gotten, like, best of Philly noms, yeah. and they had to close because they could not open, and you're sort of, I was... Um, Future staffing issues. I'm, the staffing issues, and I'm thinking to myself, you don't you have a brother or sister? I've seen places <laughs> close for everything. Right. I've seen places close because the lights are out, because there's a six foot pothole in the front door. Right. Um, I've seen the, you know, uh, we right. got water issues. Not having people come to work. Yeah. When and I'm not trying to get political here. And it's a I, big problem. In we the, want no yeah. part of politics right. here. No, not at all. However. There's a segment of the population screaming, yelling, and crying about they need jobs, they want to make more money, jobs, jobs, jobs. Well, why is it am I seeing places closed? Yep. I've they seen can't it. Um, My own two eyes, the center city, old city. I was I was in Stone Harbor last summer. Place was closed, great little place. Um, the owner had some sort of back issue, and his wife literally could not find enough people yeah. to cover the weekend. And we're making light That's of it. We're making light of it, but if you talk to, I believe Glenn Gross mentioned this once too. It's hard to find staffing in the restaurant business, you know, the casual restaurant business. Uh, let's get back to our picks. I'm going to give you guys a place. I know we are a, a hashtag small business show, uh, but I have to mention this restaurant because I really, really enjoyed it. Han Dynasty. Uh, I was sent to by the concierge at the Hilton I used to work with. Uh, it's at 3711 Market Street. And he says to me, he goes, try their Dan Dan noodles. And I was like, I'm not, it's a chain. I'm not going to like the Dan Dan. How about the Dan Dan noodles at Han Dynasty will blow you away? <laughs> they are really, really good. So I, we're a hashtag small business show. Yeah. I got to tell you, Han Dynasty, the Dan Dan noodles are amazing. We have one in Cherry Hill again. Yeah. Um, and I think what happens is they open these places in South Jersey almost as the gateway drug. Yeah. All these places are like the weed of restaurants, <laughs> right? You kind of shoot on down to Han Dynasty. Um, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, there's one in Philly. Yeah. And the next thing you know, uh, these suburban folks are getting off the Paco <laughs> station 10 o'clock at night, stumbling yeah. around Chinatown. Uh, I'm, I'm all about that. I'm but, all in favor uh, of but that. But the point is, our show is hashtag small business. Yeah. We usually promote and talk about small, individually owned. But, but I have to tell you, the Hot Dynasty had some amazing Dan Dan news. Uh, go ahead, John. Um, probably the next place I want to talk about. And I got to be clear, they are not a University City business born and bred. They have a location in U City now. And I just think this place, they're currently Philly's, um, I believe they're currently Philly's best cheesesteak. They won best of Philly oh, cheesesteak. Wow. Okay. And yeah, I know you guys are like, oh, but you do a show with Tony Luke. Tony Luke's your friend. Tony Luke's my favorite cheesesteak. Yeah, that's true. That doesn't mean if somebody else puts a cheesesteak in front of me, it doesn't right. get eaten. Exactly. That also doesn't mean... Tony doesn't eat somebody else's cheesesteak. Sure, uh, we've talked about this on the show before. Tony and I have been down to Geno's to have cheesesteaks. It's just, you know, it's not that way. Yeah. I know sometimes people would like to think, oh, are these guys at each other's throats? No. Right. Everybody is kind of supportive of the other. Oh, they are. I've yeah. had Pat's. I've had Geno's. Yeah. I've had Tony's. They're all like a big family. And I've had Steve's Prince of Steaks. Steve's Prince of Steaks has a location uh, I'm trying to think of where their University City location is. Well, guess is. what? They're in my notes. <laughs> 30, Do you have the location of 30, where they are? 3836. 3836. I was trying to remember where it was. Okay. You and I were there a while back. Loved it. Um, Steve was gracious enough to have us come on. Uh, my buddy Gary Koppelman um, you know, called over there to make sure that they were going to take care of. I've had Steve's before. Steve's deserves their win of best of Philly cheesesteak. They really do. Um, they're using quality stuff. The service is and really that's the, good. That's the old school spot. And that's the old school <laughs> spot, man. Um, Steve's in University City, I believe. And if I'm wrong, I want to apologize to Steve's. Right. If I'm wrong, I'm sure Gary will hear this and text me almost immediately. I think they have a liquor license. Okay. I think the UC location, if I remember correctly, uh, the engineer perked up when he heard the word <laughs> liquor license. Jeez, go back to bed, man. 
I believe they have salads um, on the menu. Where are we on that Bryce Harper thing? <laughs> yes, no. <laughs> yeah. um. But they have salads, which I don't believe the others look they, like. Yeah, they have salads. They're doing a lot more with pizza. I think you and I tried their cheesesteak pizza. Loved, I which loved was, it. Which was delicious. Yeah. Um, not a big fan of peppers on cheesesteaks. I'll tell you right now, I love peppers on the cheesesteak pizza. Yeah, that was definitely. delicious. And um, obviously, of course, the cheesesteaks are real good. And you can get their typical stuff. I think they have like pork roll, egg, and cheese in the morning or whatever. Their menu's a little different, but they have a, you know, I can get a beer. And sometimes, I've talked about this before, being at the original Tony Luke's location, coming out of the ECW arena, um, you know, having to keep my beer in the back of my old blazer, and hopefully nobody got in there before I get my cheesesteaks. It's kind of nice that I can go. Get a cheesesteak, and it's not always BYOB. Yeah. You know what I mean? Maybe I just want a glass of beer and a cheesesteak, especially if I'm lifting home and I don't have to worry about driving. Uh, Steve's, uh, my thing for this, I'll say is this believe the hype. Yeah. They have hit University City hard, and the food is absolutely delicious. That was great. And they have a little bit more than they're what they're like South Sixteenth, and I forget there's another yeah, location there somewhere. South Sixteenth, but but the original OG location is on Bustleton in the yeah, northeast. It's on Bustleton in the northeast, but for what and I'm, I don't know if you have any alcoholic friends, I'm sure they've been to Steve's <laughs> at three o'clock in the, in the morning. morning. <laughs> Absolutely, but University City, you're not left out anymore. You don't have to go up to the northeast. You know, you don't have to go over to Center City. Uh, you know, we've, we've thrown the address out there before where they are 38 36 or whatever it is just not um it's worth the trip and i'll tell you go hungry oh yeah because for what they're charging you for a cheesesteak you're getting a serious meal oh no doubt no doubt steve's is great i just want to let our listeners know we're going to run our positive picks till 52 minutes into the podcast and then we have to name some people who aren't hitting the mark in University City. Oh, I'm all about that too. Yeah, we. I told you before, our show is not has no association with any restaurant, so we're going to go and tell you what's not a good value. So my next pick, I like to give you guys. I told you our show is hashtag small business. Uh, we support small business on this show every single week. My next pick is going to be a place called Ed's Wings. I think it has it's Ed's Wings, thirty five thirteen Lancaster Avenue. Uh, it has daily specials, huge menu, uh, their Tuesday special, which is a pickup only, they don't deliver it, is a Black Angus beef cheeseburger with fries for just five ninety nine. Uh Lancaster Ave, if you're curious as to, you can walk there from uh, Market Street, Elstop. I was going to say that. Where, you yeah, know, it's not too far. It's uh, I walk. What I do is I take the L to thirty fourth. Well, you walk from like the waterfront to Old City, yeah, right? I yeah. mean, <laughs> uh, so anyway, that's my next poor thing. Richmond. Can I I'll shoot down <laughs> IKEA? It's not yeah. much of a walk. Well, you know, my mansion, my spacious mansion, is in Port <laughs> Richmond. Uh, so Ed's Wings, my next pick, thirty-five thirteen Lancaster Avenue. If you're listening to the podcast, fifty-two minutes after into the podcast, we're going to go. And the reason we give you the negative reviews is because we're trying to give you value. We're not bashing the whole restaurant, and we invite the owner of the restaurant to come in. Oh, all the time on get, the show to give a rebuttal. Come on in, or if you have to, get us on social media. Right, because I have restaurant owner friends who are like, hey, "Kevin, that's not right. You shouldn't." And I make sure that I am telling you the negative, not for fun, not to bash people, but I am telling you the negative so you can get a great value. That's what this show is all about, value. Uh, By choosing something else on the menu, I want to give people a perfect example. The Misconduct Tavern, I said I did not like the burger. I thought it was just too boring. Uh, J. Cole said, well, I was there and I loved the chicken sandwich. That's why we give you the, uh, the negative reviews just so you guys can uh, order something else on the menu. We're not telling you to avoid the restaurant. And the owners of the restaurant are more than welcome. Uh, if you if you listen to our Old City Smackdown special, the greatest line in the history of this podcast was that J. Cole said <laughs> that, <laughs> what was that restaurant again? Uh, the restaurant in Old City was the Italian word for our chef cooks from the oh, microwave. Hey. 
<laughs> and you know what? I still have people, and I'm certainly that not. That is the like, greatest line ever in the uh, show. <laughs> I appreciate that. I'm certainly not looking for people to come up to me, but I what still have. What was the have, name of that? I can't remember the oh name. God, I can't remember the yes, name now. But the Italian restaurant um, in Old City, you said that that was the Italian word for, for our chef cooks, cooks with the, the microwave. microwave. <laughs> chef Mike. I have people that still came up to me. Somebody, speaking of 33 Station, someone came up to me when I'm going to name the one negative place that I just was okay. not happy with. Yeah. Um, we love I was, that. I was coming out of there, and someone asked me about, you know, did, you know, have they ever gotten that back to you? I'm like, no. We have asked people before if yeah, we, we have, if we give a negative if we, we give a negative them. you have a standing invitation absolutely get Open it Kevin invitation. get it me both of us because we're not bashing the no. we're only talking about the dish we had there and the reason we give you the negative is because that way if you go there uh, you can say well I heard the the, the burger is not that great but John said the cheesesteak let me try the cheese yeah. uh, chicken sandwich you know so that's why I'm gonna give one more positive do you want to do one more positive. And then we'll go negative? Yeah, sure. All right, I got one more positive. Uh, once again, the show is hashtag small business. Uh, Savas Pizza, I think I'm saying that right. S-A-V-A-S Pizza. It's at 3505 Lancaster Avenue. A lot of their menu is under 10 bucks, And a photo of the delicious pizza from there is found on our Facebook page. I like places that make homemade fries. I know. I just don't know why, but I can't stand bagged fries. Every time I go in and I get a sandwich, I always say, can we substitute? Because most of the people have bagged fries. Uh, these guys have homemade fries. Uh, the, the Homemade fries with a burger is on special uh, for just around, it's roughly 10 bucks, uh, which is pretty good. So that's my last positive pick, University City Smackdown. I didn't find the photo, but I can honestly tell you I've been there, and I've put them on the uh, radio segment on ESPN, the old radio segment, uh, Taste of Jamaica, I believe it's called, Taste Jamaica. It's at 40th and Lancaster. That's also a great spot, but I don't have a photo. Go ahead, John. One more positive. Uh, I will probably, uh, Jose Garces's name comes up a lot on this show. The guy opened and closed this a lot of restaurants. The guy's had some uh, uh, business management type issues in the past. I'm not going to get into that stuff. No. Um, that's his business. I certainly hope, my, my experience of the guy is he's a good dude. Yeah. And I really hope to see things, you know, break his way there. Right. I'm going to throw out uh, JG Domestic. I know we talked about 30th and 40th. They're 29th and Arch, so okay, that's it's a push, you know. Yeah, we'll get an email. It's a, Don't worry about it. It's a friendly punt <laughs> bounce. Um, they have really good food. Uh, for people that want to eat a little bit healthier, I mean, you guys, they're like, J. Cole, of course you like milk house. It's just fat on fat and carbs. <laughs> yeah, it is. Right. But JG Domestic, uh, I think they're open there at 29th and Arch. Uh, they'll be open tomorrow morning at like 11 or 11.30. If you're looking for something, maybe it's a meatly or meatless Monday kind of person. Maybe you're one of those people at party all weekend, heavy brunch, like a Lou Bird's level of brunch. You know what I mean? Right. So Monday, maybe you're looking to eat smaller and lighter. Seasonal local ingredients, menu changes throughout the year. Uh, I'm not going to say it's super healthy, right. but it's healthier than, you know, you roll and have brunch with me, uh, you know, <laughs> pack some Tums and, let, you know. Yeah, right. All right. So JG Domestic. And your- JG Domestic. And the price is, if you want to try Jose Garces food, this is a great way to do it. Okay. Because like Garces Trading Company, which is now closed, right. also a great way to try, was a great way to try his food. Right. Because let's be honest, you go to, um, you know, Amato or some of these other places, um, it's going to cost. Right. You're, you're dining you on a, at lunch. That, that's our next year's show, dining on a Honda, <laughs> not dining on a time. Okay. Well, like we said, uh, this podcast is sponsored already. Uh, we have no affiliation with any restaurant whatsoever. Uh, we're going to get into our negative picks for University City. And the reason we give you the negative picks is we're not bashing the entire restaurant. We're just talking about the particular dish we had. It's impo- And this is what gets me angry at Yelp. Dude, you went in there, you had one thing. You're yes. going to write that they're the worst restaurant ever? I mean, how come I, that's, that's ridiculous. You know, so I don't do that. On this show, we talk about the particular dish we ate at. Uh, if the owner of the restaurant is listening, you're more than welcome to come in studio or call us on the phone to give us a rebuttal. Okay. Oh, yeah. I'd, like I said, I'd love this sort of, 
I guess clap back if you want to come. Yeah, but, but how how, ego, how egotistical is it when you read the restaurant reviews online? They're like, this is the worst place. Ever. No, it's not. You had one dish. You I know saw I mean? one, and I don't know what his or her name was, but this is the worst in my two years of reviewing. Yeah, really? Two years, honey. Please. Dude, whoever you are. And you only had one thing on the menu. Settle down. Right. right. (laughs) Just settle down. I I would be remiss in our dining on a dining. My slice was terrible. What? It's a slice (laughs) of pizza. (laughs) How can a slice of pizza be Tell that story, Walk. But uh, I would be remiss in our duties to teach people where to find the best value at a good price if I didn't mention uh, Pelicana just opened. It's at... uh, Okay. It's on 40. I don't give addresses to the negative uh, places. Do we have that breaking news music? (laughs) But uh, I don't give addresses of the negative spots. I just tell you the name. And if you want to Google it, that's fine. Because I'm not going to bash someone. I'm going to let you know where the negative negative spot owner's car is parked. (laughs) So you can roll up on him at 2 a.m. God forbid. Here's what happened to me. And I was so upset. Oh, there's (laughs) it's breaking news from Kev. Nice job, boss. I went to Pelicana, and it, would ju- it just opened uh, not too long ago, and I ordered a chicken sandwich, uh, which was the size of a KFC two for five, Uh-huh. and I paid nine seventy two with tax, and it was the size of those little oh, mini chicken sandwiches. Yeah. They used to call them chicken littles well, until the, the marketing people said, no one's paying for anything little. Well, here's the thing. I was like, okay, nine seventy two. <laughs> And Did you let them know who you were? Uh, no, what this was going to no, cost no, them like, publicly? No. And and I go and I'm chatting with them about the restaurant itself because I block. You know, I, I like to get extra info. So I leave there and I go to the fresh foods or whatever on 40th Street and I sit up in the cafeteria. And I opened this, much to my amazement, this little McChicken sandwich oh, no. that I just paid nine seventy two for, right? So I'm like, well, this has to be the best chicken sandwich <laughs> it's I've ever had. Two nuggets on one of those King's Lion rolls. It, it, it almost was. Oh, my gosh. And I, and I bite into it. Oh, boy. And it's so overcooked. It was like uh. rubber. I could have thrown it against the wall, and it would have bounced back. Oh. But like I said, we're only talking about this one particular item. I found out they are a chain from, uh, uh, I think it's Korea. I don't want to quote. But Break it's those chain. chains. It's like a franchise. Uh, but the reason we're talking about it is because if you go there, please note, I didn't like the crispy chicken sandwich. But you might like it, but I didn't. But it, you might want to order something else on the menu. Uh, my second negative. No oh boy. You got to get the J. Cole's negative. Cause he, he takes uh, negatives. The, the leash is off. I'm a big pizza guy. I like pizza. Nice. Right? And uh, I went to and pizza. You know with the N symbol? Oh. Pizza? Okay. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> no. And I'm still feeling the effects. And this was two years ago. <laughs> no. Yeah. I like sauce. You know what I mean? Yeah. I like a good pizza. And pizza, my response is, and cut. You're oh, done. Oh, boy. And uh, no, I just, just didn't like no. pizza. And the funniest part was, I can eat. And everyone knows that. Uh, I bring it back. I was working at the orchestra. I bring it back to the orchestra. I took two bites, and I gave it away to the people. Here you go. But that's my second bad pick. Jay Cole, you want to go? I'm going to wrap this up. I know we don't have a ton of time here. Right. We're talking about chains. It seems like we bag chains a lot, which is why I kind of throw out Chick-fil-A a a little bit earlier. I agree. um, As a positive experience. (sighs) Negative experience. Um, All bomb pain. Which must be French for, are you effing kidding me? <laughs> um, they would get, you know, the full five poop emojis. They got like about three stars on Google. Um, let's be honest. You can find this stuff elsewhere. Yes. You can find it made more locally. You can find it fresh. Uh, the staff, I will say this. The staff tries. There's not enough of them to keep the place clean. Uh, coffee should be made more than once a day if you're going to be open more than two yeah, hours. I agree. And it's really hit or miss. Everybody knows I'm a breakfast sandwich guy. Um, and I don't expect people to go, oh, look, it's J. Cole, the fractionally famous b- b- breakfast <laughs> guy from a podcast I don't listen to. But what I do expect is for them to see, here's a customer coming in with a $20 bill. And, uh, you know, the guy wants coffee and pork roll leg and cheese. I paid 12 bucks for a sandwich there. Yeah. And I was like, um, no, seriously, it's just a sandwich. I understand <laughs> in places like New York, 
Um, maybe they're used to that. People in New York pay $4,000 a month to live in someone else's closet. I hate to say it, but this is why New Jersey and Philadelphia are laughing at you. Uh, Auburn Payne is terrible. Um, the, the model, not the people. Right. Um, they're trying their level best, but they're just, they don't have enough to work with. There's some manager taking orders from some supervisor, taking orders from some coordinator. There's a matrix that tells them how many hours they can have. They don't have enough people on. I agree. The product is weak. And for 30th Street Station, this this is in, Auburn Payne's in 30th Street Station. Right. Um, there are much, much, much better options if you there's a Pret a Manger in there, right. which also a company, also a chain, place works really well. Right. And then really quick, I'm gonna throw this out, sort of like is the bounce back to the negative. The old Nelson Food Company. They have a location <laughs> yes. at 30th Street Station. Um, and somehow they managed to get me a cup of coffee. And pork roll leg and cheese sandwich, it's not $20. It's not an attitude. My shoes aren't sticking to the floor. (laughs) And somehow I get a smile and I have a nice day if I ask them for like a little mustard for my breakfast I hear you. And I'll tell you what, uh, I couldn't agree with you more. Okay, everyone, that was our University City Smackdown. Uh, This is episode 23. It'll be posted by 8 p.m. tonight. Uh, what we're going to do is next week we are going to do our bar food show two. It was a very popular show the first. Is time. this before or after our intervention? And with, we, will, uh, and we will have Jim Pappas <laughs> dining on a dime at yahoo.com, www.facebook.com forward slash dining on a dime one forward slash. We'll get you all our photos. My name's Kevin Wilson. This is Jay Cole. Thanks for listening, everybody. We really appreciate it. You can find Table for One, written by Dining on a Dime's own Kevin Wilson, at Barnes and Noble and Amazon.com. Be sure to download John Cole's other two podcasts, The Food Truck Authority and Foodin' Around with Tony Luke at WildfireRadio.com. <laughs>